The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. An official drive is being planned to recruit South African builders to increase housing output in Ireland. There are more than 140,000 construction workers here, but another 50,000 workers are needed to hit the target of 33,000 houses per year, or perhaps even more than that. The Department of Social Protection has started uh, to plan a recruitment campaign with the Public Employment Service in South Africa to find construction workers there who might come here. Well, I'm joined now by Labour Senator Marie Sherlock and Director General of the CIF, the Construction Industry Federation, Tom Parlin. Good morning and welcome to you both. Good morning, Pat. Tom, uh, can you outline the shortages? Yeah, well, there are shortages, like the 50,000 that's mentioned clearly is if we were building, you know, all of the houses together. Like, you have to cut your cloth according to your measure. There's very few sites that couldn't do with extra people, and particularly more skilled people uh, are, are in scarce supply. And really, the focus on South Africa, uh, the delegation that came here, uh, that discussed with all of the different uh, uh, elements, We'd, we had discussion on the sectoral employment order that sets the rates of pay, uh, the workplace relations, the HSA, uh, in terms of the health and safety and so on, Intrio, the Taoiseach's department involved as well. So there is going to be a follow-up now uh, uh, meeting in Johannesburg in towards the mm. end of June, uh, where their labour people will organise people that have the skills that are needed yeah. uh, or are in demand here. So it's not going to be a big, big number of general operatives. It is going to be a more smaller select group of highly qualified people. And already we have a very substantial number of people working in the Irish construction industry from South Africa. And that experience is good from an Irish point of view. And I believe mm. the feedback to South Africa is very positive okay. as well. Now, now what about uh, you know the accreditation of uh, whatever it might be, a blocky or a chippy or a sparks or a welder, whatever is needed in the modern construction of a house? Uh, how do their qualifications tie in with ours? Well, generally the... Um, the uh, education system in South Africa is British-based, uh, and uh, a lot of it is similar to Ireland. So, like as I said, the experience of their QSs or their mechanical engineers uh, or um, project managers coming here has been very good. They've been found to, uh, you know, adapt to the Irish situation very, very quickly. And it is actually the case that we have a couple of our members have remote offices in Cape Town, actually, where full-time. Um, uh, South African employees are working remotely in terms of design uh, and so on uh, for Irish-based, particularly on the mechanical engineering side. Okay, and, and is that, that, is that uh, well. just for convenience or is it because salaries would be lower in South Africa uh, or is it because you couldn't find accommodation for them here? Well, it's because they're not available anywhere else, and I suppose it was an initiative that has paid off. I know some of our people have uh, remote offices in Portugal as well, uh, where there were more people available, where they were reluctant enough to travel, but were quite quite happy to work outside of the Mm. country. Um, So, you know, we've had a case uh, just lately of a big U.S. company that had their design office in Monaghan and have closed down their operation. So, you know, that's not unusual, but Mm. the the challenges that that are here are real, but the attraction and uh, the Department of Taoiseach made a presentation and they said that the... uh, the, the rates of pay in construction are about 24.80 per hour, which is about twice the national average. So they were certainly yeah. promoting construction. Okay, but, but what you're telling me really is that South Africa is not going to be the panacea. Uh, in other words, the general operatives who are also in short supply, we're not going to get them from there. So where are we going to get them from? 
Well, look at I suppose every I was talking to one of my members this morning. He said he had, they've had two. It's one of our big contractors. They've had two recruitment drives in London already. They contacted a number of agencies. Uh, they rented a hotel room, made it known to people that they were there to interview people, and have been quite successful in getting back the I suppose the diaspora uh, that are still thinking of coming back. But Look, at as the industry grows, Pat, uh, there was a big announcement just last week. I think it's Dextrom, a Dexcom, big pharmaceutical yeah. company down in, in Athenry. Yeah, they make uh, medical devices for uh, diabetes, blood monitoring and administration exactly. of insulin. So they, they, they're going to employ 1,000 people in the manufacturing base and they're going to employ about 500 people for the construction base. He was asked about the challenge. He said, look, at Athenry is a wonderful uh, Centre. It's within, a, you know, travelling distance of Galway City, of Limerick City, of Sligo, and the Midlands. He expect no, He said he no concern about getting the mm-hmm. thousand people, or no concern about where they're going to live. That in that particular area, that's not a problem. And people will respond. You know, over the two mm-hmm. years, I suppose that it's going to take to build that plant. Uh, people will make their arrangements. Mm-hmm. Are there any other countries? I mean, we did depend on on Poland, particularly during uh, the Celtic Tiger boom. Are, are there any other countries we can look to where we might source uh, labour? Uh, Georgia has been mentioned, and I, I always ask myself: if we bring loads of people in, where are they going to live? Given the current accommodation problems. Well, the the construction sector group, and as you know, Pat, we don't have a ministry for construction, even though it's an industry that's worth nearly 30 billion and employs over 150,000 people. So we have a construction sector group uh, that is chaired by the Secretary General of DPER. Uh, So this is one of the mandates that that has an, an international recruitment drive. We've already had an event in Manchester. Uh, we had an event in the basketball centre in Talla for uh, Intrio and for all of the unemployed people still, and for young people as well, uh, where we had a very, very substantial number of our uh, construction employers there uh, to meet potential people. So it's ongoing. It is a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's ongoing. But, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping abreast of the situation. All right. Um, uh, Senator Marie Sherlock of the Labour Party, um, what do you say to, to all of this? Because we need to build more houses. We need to build them more rapidly. Um, where are we to get the people? Well, I, I think with regards to the, the South African initiative, once those workers are paid... Um, as per the appropriate rate, then then we very much welcome that. Like Ireland has had, you know, two decades now of uh, of experience of, of of construction workers coming from abroad into Ireland and being a very necessary part of the construction workforce. But I think, you know, my key point really is, what are we doing here with regards to securing and sustain, you know, the sustained flow of skilled labour into construction here in this country? over the, the you know the, this decade and beyond and you know as you said at the start pat you know the department of further education and, and higher education last year forecast that we need on around 50,000 just over 50,000 construction workers between now and 2030 82% of that is in the crafts and yet when we look at the figures for last year in terms of craft apprenticeship registrations they went down rather than up. And, so and do you accept the inevitability that. that we're going to have to import these skills into this country? Uh, because we have what they're saying is effectively full employment, well, even though we have, you know, tens well, of thousands of people who are able-bodied and who are not working, but who are, in, you know, not skilled enough to do this kind of job because construction is a hazardous activity. So, 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 so number one, right, we need to ensure that we have that sustained flow of construction skills in this country through apprenticeships. 
uh, importing labour from abroad has to be a complement to to, uh, to to what is happening here with regards to ensuring that we have that skilled labour. It can't be a substitute. And I, and I think the critical thing here is that we have to look at both. A, in terms of ensuring that workers can come from, from, from abroad. And, you know, you touched on there the issue of skills recognition and we know that while you know that, that there isn't there is far less of an issue with regards to skills recognition with South African workers we know that there is an issue with regards to um, the recognition let's say of, of skills in, in, in other countries because mm. uh, Irish apprenticeships would be to a higher level than let's say other countries yeah, sometimes so sometimes but anyone are, anyone who had experience you know, of some Eastern European tilers or plumbers or electricians will often found their work to be absolutely exemplary compared to the stuff that you have happening in this country. I'm not calling into question the quality, but I'm just saying that in order to be able to work on a construction site and for insurance purposes, if somebody is to, to work as an electrician or if they're to work a, you know, a, mm. a, as a plumber or whatever else, they obviously have to meet a certain you know, standard. And I suppose my, my, my key point is that we have workers coming from abroad who have an, an apprenticeship from other countries, but it's not recognised here because it's, it's at a different standard. So we need to ensure that a fast track system within Solace is put in place so we can bring those workers up to the apprenticeship, uh, the, the, the craft level here in this country, and get them get them into work in, in, oh. as per the skills that they have. Right. Ultimately, uh, Pat, you know there is a massive need for for construction labour, and 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 I suppose you know it, it's a two pronged approach here. You, you touched on there are there are notwithstanding that people talk about full employment, the reality is there are you know thousands of people out there who would like a job but don't have a job because of various structural issues in their lives, whether it's you know just that they're long term unemployment employment that they haven't had access to that training there's a disability they're in a caring responsibility there's a whole raft of reasons and and like I, I think of a, a project in my own area down in the Docklands where you know they take in uh, people who've been long-term unemployed for um, you know for, 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 for many years um, or those with, with indeed with criminal convictions and come in and they do a three-week course and and then they work on sites as, as general operatives and it's a fantastic scheme of, 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 of ensuring people who don't have any work history actually get into the sector right. so Marie we, we, we will uh, like leave that. it there I think we got your point said uh, that's Labour Senator Marie Sherlock finally uh, to Tom Parlin the question Tom of different means of construction that might limit labour on site and therefore make it more possible for us to build houses uh, with fewer people, you know, factory-built modules and so on. We're way behind the curve in this country on that front. Uh, Any progress? Yeah, well, actually, I'm going before the Oireachtas Committee on Housing today to discuss uh, modern methods of construction and uh, together with the Royal Institute of Architects and some other of the stakeholders. So, yes, there is progress. And um, I suppose one of the points we will be taking, unfortunately, there were two very substantial casualties in the um, the modular building, one in the US and one in the UK, two of the biggest players in each. So the the whole... Um, how how modern buildings or how how how, how modular buildings are procured uh, is quite different from the traditional procurement system. Um, so I believe that the Department of Housing and the the Office of Government Procurement are listening to this and so on. So I think it's going to be an interesting afternoon today with the Oireachtas Committee uh, because certainly the Construction Industry Federation are very very keen to promote. Uh, modern oh. methods of construction. Well, we shall see. Uh, we do see the benefit, certainly, of factory-built yeah. homes Tom? Uh, in terms of quality and so on.
Tom Parland, uh, Director General of the Construction Industry Federation. Uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.